welcome to episode 86, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. You know, I was kind of wondering something. Like, like a part of me keeps going. I know every time we do like this breakdown, I have to, I do the whole world from the other. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I should just pre-record it and just kind of play it. Or, like, maybe that's part of the magic of the whole, like, you never know what we're saying. Yeah. And I could stumble through something because I'm not feeling well that day or, you know, I'm distracted by, you know, shiny lights here See, that's what makes it so much fun is you don't know what's going to come out of your mouth so. i'm just like here i'm doing it for the third time fourth time tonight you know because we do it once in the beginning of the show yeah, right. and then i try to find a, a, a some musical background i don't think i did it this time no you just did this i just did a standard you know well you did the intro because it, since it was mother's day we recorded oh, this that's right you did a special clip in the beginning that we will sh- make sure it's on there oh and loves his mama People are like, yeah, why rehashing? We were we heard listen to part one. Maybe you have somebody else decides to go backwards. They decide to listen to the episodes three, two, and one. So when they hear one, it'll be like, hey, welcome to it's Mother's Day. What? what? Like, okay, whatever. And somebody's like, I don't know what to say now. Um, but here, here in part three, we um, we bring you another episode of Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. And I think I found like an intro tune for it. <laughs> As I stumbled through that too, I'm like, I have to produce. I don't know where things are. Um, and then Erica brings a very interesting article with again help from her sister, Doctor Fox. Yes. Yeah. Because she called, she was calling her Doctor. Yeah, with H. That's the only thing that was throwing me off late tonight. Well, it's probably her official like. No, her official last name is not Fox. That's what I thought. I don't know anymore. Maybe she's another sister with a doctor. Yeah, maybe there's another doctor. <laughs> Erica's family, she doesn't have a doctorate. <laughs> she's the special child. <laughs> she's the black sheep. Doctor, 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 doctor. Miss. Erica. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> How come you're not a doctor? Um, I never had time. Your sister had time. Your sisters. Uh, you know, like your mother and father. We were both all, you know, <laughs> doctors. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Erica. Yeah. Erica. <laughs> right now she's gone. I know because you know she listens. She's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? I was talking about you. <laughs> but uh, Erica brings another thrilling episode of Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. And then Ed brings a nerd news article which poses the question, could you live with a sex doll that looks like you? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know, kind of accumulated that whole sex doll talk kind of accumulated to, if we became famous, would you, and the answers you'll find are shocking, folks. That's all I got to say, shocking. You'll find out who can... Who's egotistical? Who's not? <laughs> give you a hint. It's not me. <laughs> anyway, then they're gonna be like, "That's not a tease whatsoever." <laughs> so yeah, so um, enjoy. We'll see, yeah, we'll see you at the end. Kind of lost my own thoughts. Pretty Hodor, Hodor, Game of Thrones thing. You watch this. <laughs> It's meaningless to you. But right now, there's Game of Thrones people going, that's funny. <laughs> Except for you, you're like, uh, what? She's just dialing up this word. I have no clue. You know, pop culture, dude. Game of Thrones is hot. You should really start watching it. It might amp up your comedy routine in the show instead of just kind of waiting for that one opportunity. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll see you again, folks. And we're back. You listen to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. I was going to say that. Oh, I see your thunder. I'm usually, yeah, you do, because I'm usually the one who does all that, and you're like, just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. <laughs> it's like, I was in a moment. Okay. Well, I you, couldn't let it go. Feeling good. I, look, you be in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, broadcaster extraordinaire. Hey. Yeah. Huzzah. All right. So now, welcome to the live, live, live. The universe, verse, verse, and everything. What with Erica? What up? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'll give you that, Bill. We should do. Oh, oh, fudge. Hold on. Now he's fudge? fudge? What's up with that? <laughs> That's oh. why we put on a disclaimer at the beginning of the show so we can just say fuck. All right, hold, hold on. I got something. There we go. Um, uh, 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 commercial? Yeah, you got a commercial. <laughs> let's mute it that and then All right. let's get that ready 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 here we go it's time for life the universe and everything Erica. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I like it. I'm going to have to kind of get that, just that sound bite so we can just play it right before to be lazy and stuff going, YouTube it! <laughs> and then I can kind of time it down so I can go, life, the universe, and everything. Erica. All right, Erica. So what is this week's button topic for you okay so this week's hot button topic i was trying to figure out how i could top an exploding whale last week <laughs> exploding anus <laughs> not quite oh okay. but there's still blood involved awesome. okay right. still blood okay so stanford university school of medicine did a study to figure out if they put new blood young blood into old mice. The skater? The hockey player? The Keanu Reeves hockey player? Young blood? No, it was no. Rob Lowe. It was Rob Lowe. <laughs> it was Rob Lowe. See, I had my young blood skaters. No. Keanu Reeves was in it, by the way, so fight me. <laughs> no, literally taking young blood. Yeah. Putting it into old mice and seeing if that would help any of their cognitive and physical abilities. What up, young Basically, blood? you guys are familiar with Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, she was um, basically the woman who was, uh, killed virgins and mm-hmm. bathed in her blood because she felt like it would be. It make would her keep more. her. Well, apparently, she might have been onto something. Uh oh! Wow. <laughs> she might have been onto something. So this week, I brought on my sister again, Dr. Hillman. Lex, Ish. are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So I brought her on this week again to discuss the implications of using young blood to recharge brains of old folks. Now, as of now, they have only done this study in mice. Okay. And so far, it seems like it is reversing some impairments that the old mice are running it are, are experiencing in their old age. Like? Like, uh, hang on, let me find it. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, I threw, threw Kerber right at the back. <laughs> All right. So, um, basically, so the hippocampus, it's, it's a portion of your brain. And what they found is when learning takes place, the hippocampus gets, they get bigger. Basically. Okay, you so, check out the big brain on Erica. <laughs> like that kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like big right. brains and they cannot lie. Okay. Anyway, so what they're finding is that, you know, as part of the aging process, the hippocampus is affected by the aging process, you know, and okay. especially, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you have Alzheimer's or dementia, like I think that's what they're mostly looking at this as a possibility to help with is patients with dementia, Alzheimer's, memory loss, things like that. This sounds strange like the plot of Deep Blue, Deep Blue Sea. It probably was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. Um, so what they, okay, so this is what happened. Uh, the associates subjected regular older Sorry. mice to a test in which the mice were trained to quickly locate a submerged platform in a water-filled container. The mice had to quickly orient themselves using memory cues are you oh, sorry. Me? No, no, we're not. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing by, because when he said Deep Blue Sea, it reminded me of that scene with uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> he's given that inspirational speech. And the shark, and the shark, jumps shark up. Jumps up. Except, I laughed hysterically at that Except scene. in this case, it would be a giant mouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Mickey. Right. Oh, hi. What's up, bitches? I'm here to affect your memory. Oh, oh. Sorry. Sorry about that. Continue. So. Typically, um, you know, so they, they had to they had to learn where it was. And then some of the older mice were uh, injected intravenously with plasma from young um, or old mice and ran them through the test. The untreated older mice did poorly compared to the young mice as they did um, did poorly compared to the young mice as they also did when they were injected from plasma from old mice. Uh, but if they were infused with the young mice plasma, they did much better. Okay, hold on for a second. Yes. Dr. Fox? Yeah? Can you dumb that down for us? Well, I was having, just because of the connection I got, I was having a hard time hearing some of it. But, um, so, so pretty much what they did, and this is a study that they reproduced. They originally did it in the 1950s, and then they reproduced it um, in the 2000s. And what they did, they essentially sewed together two mice, um, one young, one old. And over the course of healing, new um, circulatory connections were made between the two mice. And that, uh, you know, gave them the ability to kind of, you know, swap blood, swap uh, stem cells, uh, swap proteins. Um, think about, like, twins in utero who, you know, they swap blood um, or Siamese twins. They share a circulatory system. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you so far. What they found was that in the older mice, they had better uh, learning scores, they had better healing, and they actually had better cartilage than would have been expected. However, on the flip side, kind of like a Warehouse 13 artifact, there is a downside. The downside being the younger mice had worse outcomes. They had worse healing, and... It was like some of their good stuff was being shunted away from them, which is essentially what happened. Oh, oh so it's kind of like, did you ever see them? Um, am I, are we on speakerphone? Did I ever see what? Are we on speakerphone? Yeah, because that's the only way I can hear you. Uh, okay, because I can hear myself. Anyway, um, did you ever see the movie Life Force? No. 
uh, like it was it was a, it was an old horror movie from the eighties, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it was about a space vampire. Mm-hmm. And what she would do is she would suck the life force out of mm-hmm. a person to make herself young mm-hmm. and nutrition. But the person that she sucked the life force out of became old, old wrinkly, and, and, yeah. and is oh, okay. kind of like that. what's happening in a way um you know it's not that the the young mice necessarily wrinkles up shrivels and dies but certainly they prematurely age um and you have you ever heard of um trans um transfusion syndrome or um where twins in utero one gets more of the resources they get more of the blood and you know one twin actually ends up bigger than the other and in some no. cases, the the smaller twin, the one who doesn't get as much resources, can have disabilities or die because they didn't get what they needed. Um, and that's kind of what I thought of when I was reading this. Um, you know, the question is, how would this actually work in humans? And I don't know, Erica, if you found any other research or had anything to say on that topic. No, Lex, I didn't. I mean, the biggest thing that that I was finding was, you know, references back to Elizabeth Bathory because Elizabeth Bathory, now she was um, what what precipitated that whole big bloody onslaught that she she did was she hit one of her servants with a hairbrush hard enough that she drew blood and it splattered on her hand. And she wiped it away, and where the blood had been, she felt that it looked younger, more rejuvenated. So she started harvesting the blood of of young virgins to bathe in it, and you know, use it as a you know, use it as a a, a way to stay young forever. Problem is, then she started doing it to you know, she was doing it to like peasants. Right. She started doing it to noble women, and everybody was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. It, what the fuck are you doing?" It's kind of almost like they're like. And that's how we have blush today. Like, <laughs> like what? Blush, you know, makeup. Like for the cheeks, oh. little rosy cheeks. Because, you know, yeah. it was the yeah. illusion of having yeah. a red-tinted skin. Yeah, and it, it, def- it definitely could have been, you know. I mean, uh, what yeah, was it? Um, the, sorry oh, to cut you off. The only thing I would take with the Elizabeth Bathory thing is that unless she had, like, open wounds, you know, it. I would probably say it was the... Uh, discoloration from the blood or whatever that probably yeah. made her look younger because the outside layers of your skin are all dead cells yeah they aren't actually living cells so you know it would do nothing now if she had like open wounds and you know put the young blood on there you know besides running the risk of you know certain diseases um you know it would provide that direct portal to allow what these researchers are talking about you know the younger stem cells mm-hmm. those proteins those you know, that healing potential to get straight in where it needs to be. Well, okay, so let's try to put this on a human level. Um, Like, if it works in mice, what would need to be done to try to transfer that ability to an adult human? Is it possible? Well, Well, certainly anything's possible, and this is something that I was wondering about. First off, you know, the protein that I identified is called GDF11 um, for short. The question is, do we have a similar protein or is it a more complex process for us? You know, what exactly is a signal that makes these stem cells kind of respond? Yeah, and that's the um, thing. Like, they haven't they haven't identified the 
how it's happening. They just identified mm-hmm. it's happening. Like, hey, isn't this awesome? Just imagine, like, if we could find yeah. a way, it would be able to help Alzheimer's patients. Mm-hmm. It might be able to make uh, you live a little longer. Mm-hmm. But then there's ethical questions that come into play. The ethics being, who, where are we getting the blood from? How do we make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, if, it's, if we have to take it from human donors, how do we get it in an ethical, safe manner and not doing what Elizabeth Bathory did where she's, you know, getting all these people coming in. Yeah, where do you and, find like, a virgin illegally... in this day Yeah, well, right? <laughs> well, maybe not virgin. It's like Diogenes in the Greek well, mythology where it is looking for an innocent man. Are you a virgin? No, are you? Are you a virgin? No. Keep moving on. Well, okay, yeah, but we're talking about the brain issue, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Elizabeth Bathory, it deals with the blood. And that, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, it's, it's just, the, it's the same kind of thing though where you know you have to ask where is it coming from i mean uh, uh the kind of the the um uh the, the parallel i'm seeing is like say with organ transplantation okay you know we have this organ transplant list but the problem is there's not enough donors for the number of people who are on the list and people are literally dying waiting for organs so People are turning to the black market and, you know, I mean, there are black market organs to try and and, sa- and save people's lives, really. But the problem is, is you don't necessarily know where they're coming from. So it kind of, for me, it would seem the same, almost the same kind of thing where it's like, okay, we, we have this ability to take young blood and transfuse it into an older person and help either... Uh, you know, stop. You know, either slow down or stop the the progression of of these um, these diseases that strike elderly people. But how again? How do we do it in a way that's safe, that's effective, and that we're not essentially stealing blood from from young people? You know what I'm saying? This is where my obscenely weird brain comes into play. Oh boy, Logan's Run. <laughs> Remember that movie yes, in the seventies yes. where you, as soon as you hit thirty, you were killed off because it was a way to to. Right. What if the rich and wealthy were using that method to help keep themselves alive longer? Ah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be see. like, like, hey, it's it's time for the fifteenth annual blood games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or brain games. And Elysium, too. Elysium is the same thing. And see, this entire thing is very, very complex, and that's part of what gets into it is, you know, a lot of the applications that they're looking at using for, you know, they're talking about new cartilage growth, Alzheimer's treatments, even treatments for mild cognitive impairment, which is kind of like, you know, the old person can't remember where they put their keys or, you know, they're forgetting how to balance their their checkbook. They may not you know, meet the criteria for Alzheimer's or, you know, be showing all the signs of it, but they have still this cognitive impairment and they're trying to slow it down. You know, and that's kind of the point with some of the treatments that we have, such as, you know, Dinepazil or Aricept. You know, it doesn't necessarily stop Alzheimer's, it slows it down. But the question is, okay, one, you know, will this ever be actually available? And two, you know, will it actually ever be affordable, you know, enough to supply to the people who mm-hmm. need it. Because a lot of the people who are going to need this are geriatric patients. And if you've ever, you know, met a good number of geriatric patients, a lot of them are on Social Security or disability or on pensions. You know, they're on Medicare, Part A, Part B, whatever. You know, and this probably isn't going to be accessible to them. So the question is, who is it going to be accessible to? Mm-hmm. You know, and some 
something else to consider is, you know, how, okay, say you get this medicine, you, you're able to distill it down, how are you going to administer it? You know, if it's for cartilage growth, are you going to inject it directly into the joint or are you going to give it systemically to, you know, kind of, you know, kind of like a panacea, you know, fix everything, you know, mm. and what are you going to do with all the side effects? Because, again, with the Warehouse 13 Artifact reference, you know, everything has a downside. What's the downside going to be yeah. of this? And the article Erica actually sent me mentioned that, you know, are we running the risk of cancer? You know, just over vigorous growth mm-hmm. of these stem cells and, you know, just creating new tumors. And the thing is, is, I mean, in, in the in the creation of drugs, like this was, it was essentially two studies that have been done mm-hmm. in mice. And that was it. And to get it to the point where we have human trials, I mean, you're talking 10, 20, 30 years of research. So we are nowhere near this being applied to humans. Screw you, lady. By the time we're old, yeah, it would be. (laughs) No, but what I'm saying is we're years away from it even getting to that point. We'll have Alzheimer's. Except for maybe Keith Richards. I'm I'm convinced he just goes in like a Chevy and just gets all his blood. Well, here, well, here's here's my thought though. I mean, like, do you have to do something with the blood though to to give it like the young blood into the old mice? Do you have to do like a special? Well, they they way did to it, it or they did it two ways. The first way they did it, like Lex said, was they literally so it was it was they literally sewed two mice together, and so you had two mice conjoined at the hip, you know, running around. Wow. That was, that was that was the first way. The second way, um, where they did not sew the mice together, was they injected them with the plasma. So what they did was they, I guess, they took the blood, they spun out the plasma and separated it from the red blood cells, and then injected just the plasma into the young mice. Okay, okay. I, I prefer option B. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I don't want to be sewn to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just We're going to have old people just... sewn to young people. The old people are going to die. No, my be sewn ass to ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll explode. And, and we reverse you. human centipede. Yeah, but on the plus side, though, if we're like 90 and we're, you know, sewn together to like a, you know, hot... 20 something, you know, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah all right. I mean, Eric, you can get the uh, guy with the arrow, you know, like <laughs> that that year's version of the muscle bound hunk. Come here, honey, yeah, you're gonna get shown to my hip. <laughs> all right, we, we may be sewn together, but I'm getting my medication injection, lady. okay? But you know what? Here, here's, here's the only issue I see with that. The idea of a young woman being with an older guy, if he dies during sex, at least she can try to push him off. If you're fucking sewn to somebody at the hip <laughs> and they die, it's like you're dragging around a corpse. Oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait. How are you having sex if you're sewn hip to hip? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> That's a pretty good stitch. No, no, you can be face-to-face hip to hip kind of thing. Oh, 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 oh. So where we're having you? sex right now. <laughs> <laughs> so all you know if that happens, all the girls gotta do is just put her arms underneath his arms and just kinda waddle through and go, I need a doctor. <laughs> Somebody get the seam ripper. Somebody get a breath bit. <laughs> this old guy has stinky breath. He's been dead for three days. <laughs> I, yeah. I just I, I mean well, the, the thing is, is though, is is that of course with the American Red Cross, and you can donate mm-hmm. blood and, yeah. and thing. So if you're a young person donating blood and you give it to an older person, wouldn't that be the kind of same way or no? Anybody, Lex? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking about it. I'm not really sure, um, and I think this kind of 
gets into Erica those other articles that I sent you mm-hmm. about um the trans the why do they call it the memory transference yeah thing yeah mm-hmm. with uh yeah, with I people mean, who get um who get organ transplants yeah so there are and I have heard stories of you know people who got blood transplants and you know they they suddenly start having cravings or they the, they there, suddenly felt younger but there was a horror yeah. movie. Oh, with Jeff Fahey, I, I was <gasps> the eye. Wait, no. it was the arm. The arm. That's right. Yeah. Ed, quick, something. I, I remember on. that movie. I think it was called like Dead, uh, a Dead Arm, or it was a Dead Arm, but it was Dead Something. Where he he had the arm. He lost his arm, and there was a killer on death row. Transplant? That, oh wait, no. No, no. It's old. Oh, I'm like, I'm thinking like late 80s early 90s and the killer you know being on death row they amputated his arm and attached it to Jeff Fahey's character and his arm started to kill people without him knowing it or idle hands I don't know no idle hands that was um, Seth Green that was a comedy version this was and that was just as good that was good too good good call Dr. Fox Body parts. Body parts. Uh, okay. There you go. And the other, the other one I was thinking of was called the eye, when she gets the uh, the, tra- the cornea that, transplant yeah, with, and uh, starts seeing dead people. What's her face? J Lo. J Lo. I think it was. No, J-Lo. I thought it was uh, um, Jessica Alba. Oh no, you're right. It was Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it, it's interesting, but again, being the the guy who always thinks that that weird way, that could be. Like Death Race 2000 kind of thing material, like the winner gets injected with mm-hmm. the younger blood, and so you can live for eternity. We almost call it like the Frankenstein syndrome. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. and I, I did, uh, I did pull up the um, article my sister sent me while we, because you know. We like to do prep for the show. Um, well, you someone does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so this is. Um, Memory transference and organ transplant recipients. Uh, let's see. There have been perplexing reports of organ transplant receivers claiming that they seem to have inherited the memory experiences and emotions of their deceased donors, which are causing quirky changes in their personality. Um, and then they presented a few case. Uh, one woman developed a desire for chicken nuggets and green peppers. Uh, one and fa- beer. And beer. <laughs> and w- Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they were d- uh, documented in a book called A Change of Heart. Um, a 47-year-old white male foundry worker who received the heart of a 17-year-old black male student discovered after the operation that he developed a fascination for... No. He, <laughs> although I'm sure he wishes he did. Um, developed a fascination for classical music. Um, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no, no. I thought you were going to say fried chicken and watermelon. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And he didn't. He didn't think that his newfound love had anything to do with it because he figured that the donor would have preferred rap music. But what he found, see, this is what happens when you stereotype people. <laughs> As it turned out, the donor actually loved classical music and died hugging his violin case on the way to his violin class. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, there's like story after story after story my about luck, my luck. I would get the one person who gets offended by jokes, you know, and I'd be like, and is anti-Semitic. Yeah, <laughs> I would just be like, try telling this joke, but then some part of me was so offended. <laughs> I feel so distraught. What do I do? That's so not like me. I actually care. What the hell? <laughs> he has a soft nuggety side. No. 
Get this blood out of me! <laughs> Next on Behind the Music. <laughs> One day I was making Jew jokes because I'm Jewish, it's okay. Next thing you know, there was this part of me that felt really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't, like, yeah, it'd be my luck. You're like, uh, part of me's offended. I don't know why. You'll, you'll, you'll become rich and you'll buy the blood of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get a whole melange uh... of ethnic backgrounds. You want, you, you're like, I, I want Mel Brooks' blood. <laughs> I, want, I want to be multicultural. Yes. Give me some blood from a black guy. <laughs> and some blood from a woman, and so, just yeah. give a whole list. Put in a martini shaker, yeah. shake it up, inject it. Let's go. Awesome. <laughs> I, it it also makes me think a little bit too, like this this whole thing about you know the how uh, blood and or any even organs from other people. Um, affect the body it, it kind of makes me think like the brain is an amazing thing and i you know i know we don't fully understand it but it started getting me thinking about phantom limb syndrome if you've ever heard of that yeah where mm-hmm. some you know somebody loses an wasn't appendage that, wasn't it that, that uh first star wars movie episode one <laughs> <laughs> but you know when somebody loses a limb they think it's still there right and they you know they'll say i feel pain you know i'm, I'm feeling pain in my leg but the leg's been amputated so you know, it's kind of a uh, kind of interesting. I mean, for for me, it's especially like with something like that. I have what's called Alice in Wonderland syndrome, and what it does You're is crazy. You drink a lot of tea. Well, besides that, <laughs> uh, that's that's a given. No, but what happens is is uh, and they think Lewis Carroll had this syndrome, which is where he got his descriptions for some of the stuff that happened in Alice in Wonderland. But. It mostly affects migraine sufferers, and it's a small percentage of migraine sufferers. Um, what happens is you have either physical or sensory perception changes. So the way it manifests for me is that my body will feel distorted, like, but it'll still be, um, it, it like, it, it'll all... it'll still it'll still be in um, what's the word I'm looking for proportion. Yes, thank you. It'll still be in proportion with the world around me. So there was one time I was driving and I felt like I had <coughs> the legs of a little person. Like I felt like my legs were maybe half of what they normally are. Okay, but I could still reach the pedals. Like it felt like the car shrunk with me. It's a very freaky feeling. So yeah. That was weird. Wow. Yeah. We might have to go down that rabbit hole one day. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it, you know, this, I mean, this whole thing, it, it, it mainly got me thinking of, okay, number one, what are the, what are the possibilities from this? Like, could, could we cure, eventually like cure Alzheimer's? But not only that, like if there was a way to synthesize what is happening in the blood, we wouldn't need actual blood donors. We could just make it like they have synthetic plasma sure um you know that they can use for for transfusion so if we could take whatever that um whatever that gene is or or, or however this is happening and synthesize it then that that removes a lot of the ethical risks of you know trying to find donors and trying to find people young enough and healthy because that's the other thing you know you got to figure they're going to have to be healthy young people. You know, they're not going to be able to, you know, say hypothetically they can't take blood from a diabetic or they can't take, you know, blood from, 
you know, you're, you're going to have to test for, for all the different um, disease, you know, like, the, you know, the uh, hepatitis just, and stuff like that. I just came up with an idea for a movie. Uh, it's like that where parents have children mm-hmm. specifically to keep their own lives longer. I've heard... Lex, do you remember the story? There was somebody who... Um, they ha- they had a kid who... who um, My sister's the- keeper. Yeah. That, like, basically, they had another kid to save, yeah. the, to save the first kid. I remember that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the younger daughter refused to help her, saying that you know it's it's my body and I have a right to choose. And she essentially sued her parents. Yeah, I started seeing the movie. It was really depressing, and the book wasn't much better. <laughs> well, there's We're also a little a, bit of masochist when it comes to our. There was a movie that came out in 2005. It was called The Island with uh, Ian McGregor, right. mm-hmm. where they were clay were clones, and then they were thought they were in the future, and like mm-hmm. you couldn't go out of an area, and then all of a sudden you won the lottery, and that was your time to be free, free, and then they just killed you for their organs or whatever yeah, they yeah, you're, yeah they're harvesting your own wow. organs from your clone body yeah again nice Scarlett Johansson loop there you go and, yeah uh, alright well I uh, any final thoughts I mean for me I think it's I think it's fascinating the idea and the, the you know cause the first thing when I saw this article first thing I thought was Elizabeth Bathory she was on she was actually kinda onto something uh, in a really fucked up way but um, I, I mean, for me personally, I would love to see a cure for Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, sure. you know, one of the things that terrifies me about aging is the idea of not knowing, like, you know, my sister or my nephew, you know, all the people who I love, like looking at them going, I have no clue who you are I, and them having to take care of me. I've had that experience firsthand because my grandmother had Alzheimer's mm. and there was points where I walked in and I didn't she didn't recognize me she didn't know who I was and all I could go was that's not my grandmother my grandmother was a foul mouth smoker drinker yeah and here she is uh, like n- not even like scared of mm-hmm. who I was because she had no clue yeah you know so if there was a way to kind of cure to have cured her mm-hmm. or cure that ailment I'm all behind it because I'm, yeah. I'm afraid of it because it's hereditary mm-hmm. I like to pride myself on having a pretty decent memory as far as it's always stupid facts. Yeah. But I love those stupid facts. Yeah. Movie trivia, TV shows. I know an actor from this movie or from mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. I, like, that's my identity. And if yeah. I got older and I started losing that, yeah. I would be like, holy crap. But, I mean, for me, like, I don't know that we have a, a history of Alzheimer's in our family, but, like, I have a terrible memory. Like terrible memory. I literally have to write everything down, or I forget. You know, and that's that's why I go to Google so much because I can't remember stupid little facts. And you know, for somebody who considers themselves a geek, like you know, I feel like I should have that that instant recall and be able to say, oh yeah, this person was in here and here and here and here. But I can't. Like I I, I almost feel like I have to turn in my geek card just because. I, I do need to rely on on things to to look back. That's all right. You know, but we don't hold it against you. But I mean, and maybe, but not maybe, <laughs> not to our you. face anyway. <laughs> That's right. But once we leave, he talks total shit about oh, me. Oh yeah. But it, call you know, car right home. <laughs> but it does. The fact that I do have such a terrible memory does worry me that later on down the line, and I mean, me and me and Alexis also had to deal with when my our grandmother was dying. She had um, she had renal cancer that metastasized to her brain, so she started having dementia as a result of the chemotherapy and from the the tumors in her brain. And I, I mean, there were times when um, 
I remember the, I was in high school when this happened. I went to school and my mom heard my grandmother talking to herself and she went and she's like, mom, what are you, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, I was talking to the girls. We were always the girls. I'm talking to the girls. And, and they were, they were just here talking to me. And my mom actually called, you know, because my grandma was so convinced that me and my sister were there. She actually called my high school to make sure that I showed up to class. Wow. <laughs> that bitch better get to class. <laughs> Thankfully, out with her grandmother. Thankfully, I was not the kind of person to skip class. So the dean shows up. She's looking in the window. And then, like, later on, she's like, yeah, by the way, your mother called to make sure that you showed up for class. And I was like, what? what why? But I, I didn't do anything. A, I swear to God. I really was. Like, I was that paranoid kid that if I did anything wrong, I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> All right. So, well, yeah. Ed, any final thoughts on the possible... Transfusion of blood that could make you younger, and would you do it? If, let's let's Wait, say human blo- human blood not synthesized. Would you do it? No, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I am the first one in line. <laughs> Inject me. <laughs> no, he's okay. Wise. All right, <laughs> but would you? Would you do it for the, like, say say they had human trials. They haven't released the actual drug yet. They're just in human trials. Would you would you want to be, I mean, I can guarantee the answer for you, Ed, no, is no. Right. But would you be part of the human trials, Sean? No. Okay. I, I'm one of those, You like, want it after the trials. I, you know what? Go through all the tests. I want it to be 100% effective. I don't want, you know, any kind of side effect. You know, like, I want... <laughs> Which, that's, that's like, fucking impossible. I mean, I and here's the thing. Just just from... Like, I grew boobs. I grew boobs. <laughs> Holy crap. But, but, I'm, but, man, they're nice. But I'm old, so they I have something perky. to play with. I'm a video game guy. <laughs> I haven't played video games in three weeks because I've been touching myself. <laughs> pretty much how it would go. You're <laughs> so sensitive. Read me like a book. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, and that that's the other thing. So thinking about it, okay, let's say we get past, you know, the animal trials. trials. We get into human trials. The drug gets approved by the FDA. And this is speaking from somebody who I've been in the pharmacy industry for 15 years now. The... There have been drugs that, you know, FDA approval, the whole nine, still end up getting taken off the market because they're fucking killing people. Right. Viox. And, um, Lex, what was the other one? There was Viox and there was another COX-2 inhibitor. Um, Wasn't that that uh, fat extra? Oh, what about yeah. the fat burning one? Oh, Fenfen. Fenfen. Fenfen was killing people. Vioxx, Bextra. Um, the only yeah, COX-2. And then there's that one diabetes medication that's causing bladder cancer. Avandia? Now, think. Avandia? Uh-huh. It's a Vandia, yeah, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Here's the reason why I say yes is because I want to live as long as possible because I like cool shit. <laughs> and the longer I live, the more advanced technology is going to get. I get to play with that cool shit. Right. Like, that's, I mean, that's the only reason why. I mean, I want to live for, I would, if someone said, hey, you know, we can make you a vampire. You got to live at night. You know, you be immortal. I'm, I'm sign me up because I want to see where the world goes goes even if that means on a path of destruction i want to be along for that ride so i can go yeah i was there holding up a letter going Woo! you know I, you know what i would probably like if same thing if i was given the option like hey you can be vampire but you gotta live at night the whole nine i would probably consider it you know and if it got to the point where i was like i don't want to live anymore just wait for a sun to rise yeah i mean, I mean okay like me because my birthday was just yesterday uh-huh. look at what i've already i mean the video game age but we've had computers 
Yeah. We've had the internet. Right. Um, we went from big boxy cell phones to the tiny cell phones mm-hmm. to the now they're kind of going back smart to the smartphones. The smartphones. Yeah. Now we we have. My cell phone sitting right there is more powerful than the computer I had when I was a kid. Right. You know, and that blows my mind. And we went through, we, we lived through the VHS era. Yeah. You know, we the We lived through the laser yes. disc era. Yeah. So, like, and that's within the past 40 years. Mm-hmm. Right. Of all that, like, can you imagine what the next 40 years is going to be like? It's going to be a thrill ride. So, yeah, I want to be able to live for as long as I possibly can just for the toys. Okay. You not you just I'm I'm see I was just saying I'm 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 not afraid to die I'm just afraid who I'm gonna leave behind that's mm-hmm. the only thing because you know everybody's gonna be sad by that but the thing is is that it was my it's my time it's my time yeah it's like I'm not going to because the thing is is that when I'm a ninety how what kind of shape am I gonna I'm in crappy shape now like you know guy like, yeah, if I make injected with the blood and you look like how you look now I rather I rather be like transcendent where my conscience gets uploaded mm. to a computer yeah because that always works out well, well <laughs> you know, I always show the bad in side other words, I show the good side Ed of wants stuff. to take over the world Ed wants to be in Tron yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, want, I want to be I want to be part of a program that's basically it running uh, through my system I want to be Dracula until somebody accidentally deletes a line of code and your penis is gone yeah, doesn't do matter. It. I'll rewrite it. I'll I, write it like a black man's <laughs> penis. I I want to be Dracula. He wants to be uh, Tron. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but I mean, it's my time. It's my time. It's, that's you know. Uh, yeah. I you know I'm gonna. I mean, I'm sure screaming. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna be up. I'm not gonna be happy about it. Like, hey, it's my time. All right. Yeah. I'm out. Where's this? Where's this time clock? Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know I mean you can't. Fight the inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but with this, you can push it off for a little you while. You may be afraid of death, but that's not afraid of you. Oh! That okay, was so, okay, so um, deep. Do you want me to grab a pebble out of your hand, too, while you... <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm my butt. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid of dying, I, but like you said, I'm afraid of the people I'm going to leave behind. So I would do it if only so that I don't... You know, like the the last memories of me aren't me sitting there not knowing who anybody is, drooling on myself. Like if I'm gonna go, I want to go. I'm gonna go in style. Yeah, if I become a drooling idiot, prop me in front of a TV and just keep the leave cable on. All right, <laughs> no, no problem. Okay, Erica, I'll just take you out back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right before you watch My Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> Just and just never sure at the end. Like, look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Well, I mean, <laughs> I already told my, you know, I've told everybody, and eventually I'll, I'll get off my lazy ass and write a will. But if God forbid something happens to me where I'm a vegetable, I want no like, you know, n- nothing to keep me alive artificially. Just let me fucking go. Use yeah, you plug know, me in. let me go. <laughs> plug me in. Take Turn my me organs. On. Send my body to science. I don't care. My my body is just it's it's just. A piece of meat at that point. So do whatever the fuck you want with it. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I guess we'll call that the end of life, the universe, and everything with Erica. I'm good with that. All right. All right. Well, thank you again to my sister, Dr. Hillman, for joining us and giving us her professional feedback. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. And yeah, no problem. Have a good one. And happy Mother's Day. Yeah, thank a, you. Mother's Day. Uh, she, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, she, yeah, she's a mom. Oh, to my Mother's Day. To my, to my happy little godson. Oh, yay! Yay! Oh, thanks for calling in, Doc. I think she left. I think she already hung up. She hung up. <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, well 
I, I learned something today, Ed. Yeah. Yay! I had no idea that thing existed. Oh, uh, what thing? Transferring blood into other Well, they just found it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a dude that's been around for decades. Yeah. Well, said the 50s, you were talking yeah. about it, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, disco's coming back and it's the way of plasma. <laughs> <laughs> they call it disco fever. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, let's get a news uh, nerd. Couple news, news articles in, and we'll uh, call it a night. How about yeah. that? All right, all right. The first one I start with that, but was a pretty good one. So let me find it real quick. I'm not hundred percent prepared. Oh no! We, do we need to take a break. <laughs> See, at least one of us came prepared. That's right. Oh, oh. 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 this is the reason why I don't do any paperwork. I just give it to me and let me react. Which one are you looking for? I don't have it here, but I'll post it. One in five people will have sex with a robot. I would do that. Oh! I... Would you? Yeah. Would you? I'm thinking about it. Think me, about it. You, you contemplate okay, you know over what? that. Here, so here's, here's my only thing about having sex with a robot. Yeah. Because it's obviously going to be very different for, you know, having sex with a male robot versus having sex, you know, a guy having sex with oh, yeah, a female robot. You know, all you really need is one of those... Technically, you, know, you women do already. <laughs> what do you mean? A good vibrator? Well, yeah. No, but you know what? There is... I've had this conversation with people. There is a vast Johnny difference... Johnny on the spot? It's a toilet. <laughs> Not this version. It's a guy named Johnny. Oh. With the abs and... <laughs> so you say Johnny on the spot, I think porta potty. Yeah, I know, well... <laughs> what you do no, with him, what no, you do with him is no, your own business. No, you, you just make no. sure he's waterproof. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I might actually physically be ill. Yes. <laughs> you, night. Now, you've been gunning to get me to puke on air since I had kidney stones. I, yep. Well, actually, yeah. before that, really. Let's you know, <laughs> be honest. First since day you were here, me, yeah. it's like let's see if we can get her to barf. You gotta set goals. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she won't fart, so let's get her to barf. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's his article? One in five people. I'm still pondering it. Okay. I mean, for me, it's it's not it's not the same as having a vibrator. Like, ha- actually having sex with somebody is much, much different. Um, it, it's, for I mean, lack of a better have, way to put it, it's a different beast. Because you have heard of the real dolls, right? Yes, yes. And that's what I was going to say. Like, for, I, I personally cannot imagine having sex with a real doll only because I kind of expect the guy to do a little bit more than just lay there and me ride him. Like, there's a well, little okay. bit more to it. Okay, well, let's be honest. When it comes to, like, sex toys and stuff, mm-hmm. I think guys are a little bit more um, willing to stick their dick into something to see, like, the fleshlight, yeah. you know. Yeah. The real doll. There's not a real doll for women, I don't think. No, there is. There is? Yeah, there is. I, I yeah. I mean, but, I mean, for guys, it would seem like the real doll would... You know, it would give that sensation of actually being on top of somebody, you know, and having that sort of skin-to-skin contact. Right. Um, but for for a woman, I I personally don't see the appeal because I'm like, great, I still am doing all the fucking work. Like, there's... <laughs> yeah, well, you, well, you kind of... A best way to put it is, women connect sexually with emotions and, mm-hmm. and uh, more of a, a vibe. Most women. Most. I said most women. <laughs> Guys, if it's a hole, we'll stick our dick in it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of for most guys. Yeah. You know, this doesn't reply to every guy. Yeah. But if if you're, you know, if you're hanging out with your dudes, good dude, put your dick in that hole. Okay. Like, you know. <laughs> it's something bit me. 
You know, they, there's <laughs> guys are stupid that way. They don't care. All they yeah. do is get the rocks off. Hence the socks. The you know the the warm melons you know like like a warm apple pie yeah exactly because we're, we're, we all think we're evil fucking Knievel with our penises <laughs> <laughs> look at it yeah, like, yeah look, usually you jump off and then it breaks look I'm a helicopter <laughs> like you know you trip fall breaks and then you're in right. traction for six to eight weeks yeah so I mean I don't know like. <sighs> I mean, if my robot had the voice of Scarlet and body of Scarlet, like the voice of Scarlet Johansson and the body of Angelina Jolie, you might have me buying one. Mm-hmm. But, I, but if, if, I mean, if if we're talking like, um, fuck, I just forgot the the. Hold on, I gotta look up somebody's name. But the 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 android from um, Data. No. Yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the android from Almost Human. I can't believe that quick I forgot his Dorian. name. Dorian. Thank you. You know, if it was like... And that's the reason my show got canceled. <laughs> Shut up. No. Depre- Stop. Don't mock me. I'm depressed about that. I forgot his name. And right now, Fox is exactly right. See, we made the right decision. No. No, they did not. See, no, I forgot because I haven't watched it in weeks on end, and it's, it makes me sad. Like, okay, I'm, Dorian. I'm in mourning. But, like, if if I had a sex bot that was like Dorian where it could interact with me and actually, you know, do stuff. Be a companion. Be, yeah, act act essentially like a human, but is a an android or, you know. Yeah, android robot. I would... I would be okay. Well, I get, technically, according to the definition we looked up, it would be an right. android. Right. So, yeah. um, so it would be sex androids, not robots. But anyway, okay, well. I would be I would be more on board with that than just something that is essentially a motorized real doll. Uh, you know, what? I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that because I, to me, like the idea of the flashlight I've never I've never tried one uh-huh. I've never really had an interest in one because I'm like I, I've been doing it for myself for years <laughs> what, all of a sudden now I need toys you know so an actual like the, like the the real doll yeah I, I don't know I, there's no like I do uh, oddly enough want to kind of feel that person's hands on me mm. yeah like rather than just kind of laying there with that glassy eye that bored right. look on their face because I've noticed that for years <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's it's like I'd rather have some sort of connection it's like why did I bring this but up it, but if there was like a Dor- a female Dorian version because they've had like, like the whole sex shop thing right. I might be a little bit more if I didn't have somebody like a significant other in my life mm-hmm. it might be like because I truly believe that everybody needs to get off it helps relieve tension yes. it helps you know relieve hey, stress hold on it just made me think of an article alright all right. so I, I do think like yeah you know what you can watch Pornhub, TubeAid, or RedTube, or any any of your free porn sites mm-hmm. to get your rocks off. But, you know, like, I, it would be, like, if you were a single male or a single female who couldn't find the significant other because either you're too picky. Like, you get the, if you could get the tailor-made your robot mm-hmm. or your android, you might be able to find your perfect mate. If, yeah, sure, it's in form of a battery-operated or a positronic brain of some yeah, sort. right. But I could stop bitching about being single. You could, but you would have your yeah, perfect. Some, your, but, yeah. But again, that falls on the problem, though, is is how it, like because you created your perfect mate, 
you might miss out on the real perfect me. You know, because, yeah. you know, let's face it, if, if the world was perfect, it'd be fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, even though, like, you, okay, I can program, like, okay, my, you know, my female robot might be a little resistant she has a he- like a cyber headache or whatever or <laughs> i have a headache sean yeah like uh, you know i'm sorry i cannot do that sean you know like no sean i will not stick my fingers up your ass exactly i'll be like but come on no. i pay good money for you <laughs> no sean you do not use the kleenex wipes on that's, your ass that's just and horrible. it's a little smelly what this is your robots <laughs> no yeah exactly how so well maybe you like being <laughs> Maybe you're Sean. one of those girls. Maybe when you're one of those guys that can't find a woman oh, to... Better, you go up to her and you're like, yeah, I'm going to have a threesome. I'm the only thing you need, Sean. <laughs> or, oh. I'm sorry, Sean. I am a lesbian. I am leaving you. Well, okay, hold, hold on. Hold on for a second. Wait, I'm you. I programmed you. I, fuck, I had something in my head, too. It was like an actual more like a... Um, you're perfect me, though. Like it goes back to that movie. That movie, her. Yeah. Here's a guy. Like if you're socially inept, and you can't deal with. I mean, it would maybe give you a little bit of a like how dependent. It, it, would, it would almost be an addictive form mm-hmm. of sex. But what I was going to say, oh, like it finally hit me. People have certain sexual predilections. Mm-hmm. You know, predilections where let's say you like to be dominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to find a mate that fits that kind of dom-sub relationship. Mm -hmm. If you could tailor-made that person, like maybe there's a, you know, a dude out there who likes to run around diapers and be treated like a child. Mm -hmm. That's kind of fucking pushing the envelope with some people. But if you had a robot that would be like, you know, motherly in that way, Mm -hmm. you could have a functioning relationship to a certain degree, because it's not with a human, but it's, right. it's, it's what's in, it's with an android. Maybe that might happen. I now, again, a sensitive subject, rape. Like, what if you gave sexual offenders their own sexual robot? Mm-hmm. Would it cut down on, uh, you know, abusive behaviors? No. Mm-hmm. You don't think? Mm-mm. Why? Because part of part of being somebody who rapes is more of like a predator, like a hunting type of thing and it's not just fixating one girl if they were just raping one girl that would be one thing that you would probably do that because you okay. could probably terminate the girl like that robot to look like her so you're not raping mm-hmm. the girl but the thing is is that they're always hunting for the next one okay when they, when they rape that one that's it it's done they take a trophy and then they move on to the next now, one. it's uh, the next uh okay well, now, okay fine but if but on the flip side if they had like if these robots say were available maybe they wouldn't because I mean, some rape happens. You know, it's date rape. It's you know, right, she right. was drunk, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, so it's not like you know, some of I, I don't, I don't really know I mean, how it, to call it. it but I like, if it would... they had, say, they had an outlet to go to mm-hmm. where they could, they could legally have sex with somebody, right. you know, and it's a robot. So they, you know, and, they make you know, because to, a robot like, can't give informed consent. Right now, to push the envelope a little further, pedophilia. Mm. You know, that's a very dangerous thing yeah. with kids and children. And they're try- they actually are trying to say that it's a mental condition. Yeah, that's I've heard that. You know, so to if to would it be like morally acceptable to have a like 
that's, I mean, again, I have no opinion. It's more like throwing that question out there and see mm. what sticks. Like, would you be able to, on a society level, be okay with that? Because you don't, you're not doing, like, that's where the human connection comes in. Right. Like, I, I see it's almost as bad as the rape part because it's that hunt. It's that predatory prey mm-hmm, kind of right. thing. So, I don't know. It's like, that's kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. But if if you're having sex regularly with a robot, chances are you're not in a healthy relationship to start off with. Yeah. That you have some sort of social flaw that mm-hmm. you need help with. Now, maybe that if that robot or android or whatever has... Like almost like a psych degree in a way programmed into them mm-hmm. to kind of help you get out of your shell, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of say like, you know what, you have problems talking to women, so we'll go. I'll be your girlfriend, I'll be your boyfriend, whatever, and we have conversations where you can become more comfortable with mm-hmm. the conversation between two people, yeah. and then when that time comes, you kind of graduate to the real world. Okay, you know that maybe. I don't know, but it's like if it was like okay, me being tech spoiled, I, I couldn't see myself having one in the corner because I'd play with it for about a month and I'd be bored with it. <laughs> because you know, I mean, if it's if it is like a real well, thing, the thing though is is that you go out though and socialize with people, yeah, you know, I on have, a regular I have basis, a somewhat of a stable, right? Style. You know, and you have a girlfriend now, and the thing mm-hmm. is, is that like people that can't do that, like more wallflowers or something like that, mm-hmm. it might be good for them. Um, you know, in terms of like, yeah, you're like you're saying, they might graduate to, to like real life. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that like some people will just keep grabbing onto that because it's a comfortable, like a security blanket almost right. in a way. Which is yeah. kind of like what that, her, that subject to her happens. Yeah. Right. And so that's, I, and that's the thing, like that relationship go on. But like, you know, like you also could go, well, you know what, what if the robot could change its appearance? Mm-hmm. You know, so that way, like if a serial rapist does come out you know you could keep changing look so after he conquers the one he could they could change the look and do it pray again yeah but, but I, that'd be a lot of work no that, but it's also not really solving the problem it's mm-hmm. actually it's it's kind of like um it's like putting it's, a band-aid on that yeah it's like maintaining a disease instead of trying to find a cure yeah you know because right. it's more cost of it's it's more we can leech more money out of a person because mm-hmm. the medical bills like if, if it's a a specific condition. Do you mm. imagine writing a prescription for a sex doll? God. <laughs> Take it to CBS. Hi, I need to get this filled. You know, but, but I'm if, sorry, we only had the medium sex dolls in stock right I now. I mean, if there was like um, a way to have kind of, you know, this is going to be like the second life kind of thing that, mm-hmm. that, that um, like chat room, graphic chat room or like right. the MMOs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could punch in your order. You know, and then you have like a booth, and then that robot skin changes mm-hmm. to fit whatever mood you're in. Like today, I feel like banging Angelina Jolie. Boom, she pops out. Bing, bang, boom. I'm done. Yeah. Wash her up. You know, the and then what? Tomorrow night, I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson. Do, 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 do. You know, bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe me and my woman want to deal with you know some famous starlight night. You get to have a healthy threesome without the without the guilt afterwards or that weird you know because yeah. all it is is just I'm pushing back into their little booth you know, yeah. like, you know but that look like that look of disgust <laughs> <laughs> Why is she looking at me funny <laughs> now I did look up getting back to healthy sex um, I did look up in an article that I read previously about orgasms and how they affect your brain so. I'm going to say orgasm's good. Yeah. Generally, yes. <laughs> okay, so 
Rutgers researchers um, did a study to find out how good how they I, were. How come I never get involved in those studies? I know, right? <laughs> it's like all the studies are like high blood pressure, quit yeah. smoking. I want the one. Get off. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, what they found is they recruited female subjects willing to bring themselves to orgasm while lying in an, in an MRI machine that measured blood flow to different parts of the brain. These experiments showed that orgasms increased the blood flow to all parts of the brain, bringing nutrients and oxygenation along as well. Mental exercise... Uh, mental exercises increase brain activity, but only in relatively localized regions. But orgasm activates the whole brain. It's the endorphin levels mm-hmm. that kind of. But then also the oxygen, the nutrients, like everything starts getting getting all up in there. So yeah, <laughs> getting all up in there. Yeah. Is, 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 is that a technical term? <laughs> it is. It is a technical term. So, uh, yes, um, we um, we have a bunch of scientists going. Yes, we were wondering if it got all up in there. <laughs> so that's well, next week's show. We bring the doctor, and we're going to uh, ask her. Getting all up in there. Um, so as well as uh, keeping your brain sharp, orgasms are thought to decrease stress. Well, that's a given. Um, ease depression and increase longevity. And they are um, one of the researchers is spearheading research on how orgasms can block pain. Spearheading. <laughs> because I and I've I've heard from people that I know that the only time they're not in pain is when they're having sex. All so, right. You know, and I mean, I'll fully admit there have been times when. You know, my back hurt or something like that. Once I had sex, I was good. Like so I was, just you had to do the handstand. <laughs> yeah, well, except for the one time I smacked my head into a wall, but that was a, that's that's another story of another time, folks. Walk <laughs> walking. I mean, so I don't know. I, I might be open to the idea of a, mm. of a sex pot, but I mean, it, it worked pretty good in Blade Runner. Yeah, you know, or in, in there was a almost human had that the surrogates. Mm-hmm. Had that too. I mean, so I, I can kind of see that there's perks for it. Yeah, but I can see like more people becoming addicted. It's just another video game that you play, where it, you're transferring one addiction to another. If you're a sex addict, you have a robot. You're going to be becoming addicted to having sex with. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not. It's not um, a prescription for wellness. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you have an addictive personality, then you have. It's it would be possible for you to get addicted to anything, you know, not just so it's more you need to treat that addictive personality than, you know, or and whatever your addiction is, then, you know, just saying, oh, well, you know, the robot will call it's it's the way I kind of see it's also similar to like gambling. You know, people are always saying, oh, well, you know, if we legalize gambling, people are going to get addicted. It's like certain people will. Right. You know, and you treat those people, but you don't. You, know, you don't take again, it away for everybody just because a couple people are going to get addicted. Some people say that you know, um, gambling addiction is as bad as sex addiction mm-hmm. because it's that endorphin rush <clears throat> yeah. that people feel with that that excitement of like, oh my god, I'm like, mm-hmm. and that it's the highs of highs and the lows of lows. Yeah. So I mean, if a, if a sex bot will help you plateau for a while, yeah. all right, maybe. I mean, like again, me being tech spoiled, you know, I would probably have it. I'd probably use it. You know. I feel, but then after a while, I feel like I'm neglecting it. Yeah. So I feel like, um, geez, like I see, and I'm I'm a little bit op. <laughs> see, I'm a little bit opposite. I would I would definitely you know definitely consider getting one, especially like I said, if it's if it's more towards being like you know data or Dorian in, in terms of that that sentience almost, then I would you know definitely consider it. But it would be 
my my fear knowing me and knowing the way that i am i am that wallflower like i am um very yeah i know i just had this look like what again this room is like we're all talking but you forget where it's being projected yeah like i it's one thing what 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 i found is when i'm in a work environment Mm -hmm. i sort of come out of my shell like you know and right now you know it's the three of us talking yeah our conversation is being broadcast to tens of thousands of people but at the end of the day i'm talking to you guys right you know so and that's that's sort of the way it is you know but in if if i was just say i was just at a coffee shop or i was you know at a concert or whatever if i'm by myself chances are you know, my my friends down. call it my my head's down. I I'm not necessarily smiling. Like my friends call it the resting bitch face. You know, and the funny thing is, is people are always asking me, "Are you okay? Are you angry?" And no, uh, it's just I I'm I. It doesn't really bother me, but I completely buy it because believe it or not, I'm the same way. Yeah, when I'm, I'm, I'm when very I'm thro- introverted. When I'm thrown into a new environment, my first thing is head low, watch the crowd, see what's going yeah. on, and then after a while, you do kind of come out of your shell. But that comes with um, exposure. Yeah, you know, and I may, and that's the thing. I may not come out of my shell. Right. You know, I may get to a point where I'm like, I'm done. I'm. I need to go home. Like, now, I, because I, I have, you know, my social anxiety might take over, and I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. Right. But if you had a sex robot, if I, but that's and that's the thing. Like, if I had a sex robot, I might end up becoming almost like her. Like, where I'm so comfortable with this robot that. I don't. I have no desire to go out and interact with other people. Or that sex bot is also helps you going. Today we're going to go out, mm-hmm. and that sex robot and you, he, he or she, whatever your preference for sex robot, sex bot is, mm-hmm. starts to interact with humanity and mm-hmm. brings you along with them to mm-hmm. help you break you out yourself yeah. out of that shell. Yeah, like if. if Again, using Dorian as an example, if I had... Because he's so dreamy. He is dreamy. He was... Oh, he's so hot. Anyway, <laughs> if I, if I had some... I wonder, he, I wonder if he had the arrows. I think I he did. I bet you he did. I think he did. Um, but if, if I had something cool like that... that shit. Like You're not... <laughs> like you said, that's, that's a good point. Like, if he's able to interact and sort of almost break the ice for me... Right. You know, then... Because that's what... That's when I start coming out of my shell is when people approach me and talk right. to me. I will talk for hours, you know, once. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah, I know. It's strange, right? It's not like I do it every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. on Aquanet Radio. Oh, what? <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I will come out of my shell if people talk to me. But the problem is, is a lot of people don't want to talk to me because I always have that sort of resting bitch face going on. So people are like, oh, she's... I've flat out had people tell me, I thought you were such a bitch until I started talking to you. See, now I got to learn that face. I, for me, it was, you're an asshole when they first meet me because mm-hmm. I am open and opinionated yeah. and honest that they don't like me at first because they don't know how to handle that. Then after a while, they get to know who I am. They go, you know what? That's who he is. And it actually, it's more refreshing because you want an honest opinion. Yeah. I'll get, I'm the guy that gives it to you. Yeah. yeah. You know? For for better or for worse, that's the kind yeah. of it's a double edged sword. You want me to be honest, okay, but be prepared. I'm going to be honest, and that might sting a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's better than lying to your face and having it hurt way more in the end. Yeah, you know. But uh, as far as sex bots go, yeah, I'm in. All right, I'm in. Well, I was just thinking, you know, imagine if you could program it. We we're talking about addictive personalities, and then you take it to a casino. 
You know. Yeah. Oh my god! All of a sudden, me and my sex battered walking down. We're both dressed the same. We look like Rain Man. <laughs> Sean stand next to the sex butt. No, my, no, my sex butt would be the one on. Well, I'm on twelve. I'm on twelve. I'm on twelve. I'm on 12. I'm on 12. <laughs> She's my friend. <laughs> it's playing cards. It's, it's like counting cards. It's playing blackjack. Oh, and then all of a sudden, like next time you go, we don't let their kind in here. Yeah. What the droid? Yeah, yeah we don't exactly. let them. Exactly. Or just imagine the way you could fuck with people's heads. Like, <laughs> like you have that sex bot, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking to it, and they try to talk to you about it, and you go, I don't see anything there. I was talking to my friend. Now, but, you know, like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's like, but you're standing right there. I don't see nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> That'd be I, awesome. I, I want my robot to come with like a, a, an invisibility cloak. A humor chip? <laughs> an invisibility cloak. No. Well, okay. And then, you know, I don't want it to be like, Ha 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 ha! You are so funny and sexy. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, he's got me for that. <laughs> <laughs> he made a joke. Yay! Wow! <laughs> so proud of you. Finish me. your drink, people. <laughs> <laughs> Finish that fifth. There are about five thousand people out there with alcohol poisoning right now, <laughs> and you're welcome. And the other twenty-seven thousand are just kind of like buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. All right, well, uh, are you on board or not? Okay, he's got to watch his hands because he's mad. <laughs> well, you would, you would pick a robot over me? <laughs> Guess who's sleeping on the couch? Yeah, he, yeah wait, here's your computer. Sleep with that. <laughs> I'd say if I was single, yeah. You know what? I, I gotta be yeah. honest. I'm not single, and I think my girl would say you can get one because it would... It would and she... Okay, she doesn't have to worry about me, you know, being unfaithful to mm-hmm. her. But let's say you had, like, you have that kind of a personality. If you had a sex bot, you might be a little bit more faithful. Mm. That's a good point. You know, it's almost like a marital aid at that point. Like, yeah. You know, she, I mean, my me and my girl don't need it, but it'd be definitely because mm-hmm. she'd probably want to play with it as much as I would. You yeah. know. So it'd be definitely kind of be kind of like, like I can see the, the two of them making out. When's it my turn? <laughs> I thought you bought that for me. Yeah, it was my it's birthday one, gift. It's one of those birthday gifts that you buy for the person just yeah. so you can use it. Yeah, it's like when Homer bought Marge a bowling ball. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I, I'd be on board. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I'd be on. I'd be on board. So uh, two, three yeses in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Hey! Wow. Oh my god. Sex robots. We can agree on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> World hunger, global warming, <laughs> the state of the union. Fuck that. <laughs> sex bots. We're all in. <laughs> Maybe we should start off small. And give <gasps> us our sex hey, if if a sex bot <clears throat> company would send them to us, we could advertise for sex bots. Geeksters approve sex bots. <laughs> they'll start putting Geekster them, approved. They'll start like Geeksters testing. Geeksters approved. <laughs> they'll start putting like the logo on the ass. <laughs> oh, and then we all get to design our own special sex bot, and we get the like the limited edition. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, I'm in. Eric would kind of like her be like the Dorian kind of like, but we definitely need that arrow but thing no, with actual arrows. With actual arrows, <laughs> and you hit a button, it lights up. <laughs> It'll be in the big plastic package and then like so, sold separately. Plastic. <laughs> All right. Here's, the, here's another out. question. <laughs> Would you make the sex bots of you guys? Huh? <sighs> okay. Now the thing is they're selling it. So it's, it's, it's you out there in the public. Mm. 
They're having sex with you. My ego would say yes. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I would be a, But my girl would be like, no. You're mine. You stay. You're mine. You know, no. I am not going to have... Because she has enough problems. Like, we had a conversation where, like, I said, what if our show gets really popular and we become TV stars? You know, that kind of thing. She's like, I, no, it, that would that would really hurt our relationship. Oh, like, I feel good now. Why? Then you actually think we'd go that far. <laughs> well, why not? Anything crazy can happen. Yeah, we, we got hit this we, far. Yeah. yeah, we got this far. True. You know, with a very minuscule amount of talent. <laughs> <laughs> Someone might go, oh, let's put those idiots on TV and see what happens. <laughs> but, I mean, she would have a problem with me, with people coming up to me and, and asking, like, for my autograph. or going, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're from that show Geeksters. You guys are awesome. Like, I see, I watch you every week. She would have a problem with that because my attention would not be on her. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, like, she's like, it's different because you're on your radio. You know, like... You have, you know, tens of thousands of people listening to you every week. Mm. If you're, I'm like, yeah, but what if I'm in a restaurant and someone's back's turned and I start saying something and they turn around and go, oh my God, you're Sean from Geeksters. I recognize that voice. Stacy was like, I would have to, ha- I would have to shake that person's hand because I'd be like, you were able to pick his voice out. You're a fan. You deserve a handshake. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, but how is it any different? She's like, it just is. I, you know, I don't want people, it's like. So you're saying I have a face for radio? She's like, no. You have a, you, uh, like, I yes. Lo- she's like, I love That's you. That's what she's saying. I love you, but you're mine. No other person's going to be looking at you. I'm like, so I'm a kept man. She's like, yeah, basically. I'm like, all right. All right. Like, all right. All right. Erica? I'm like, yes, dear. I'd have, you know what? I'd have to think about that. I, so I would have to Mainly pass. because the, the biggest issue for me is I feel that I have so many flaws, I would be nitpicking. Like, every little <laughs> you, thing. You couldn't. That's the thing. Like, you, they would scan your body. But that, and that's it. Like, I know myself well enough to know, like, unless they Photoshop the shit out of my body before <laughs> they print me out. Like, I, I would... I would nitpick myself, you know, and I would end up. I, well, so would I. You know, I mean, and here's here's yeah. the thing. This is also coming from somebody who, you know, when I was in, when I was in college, my th- senior thesis show was larger than life nude self portraits of myself, and you know, I put them up. Okay. The, the, right. the reception went great. The whole the whole premise behind it was reclaiming my my body image and my self esteem from you know people who said you know you're fat, you're too short, you're too this, you're too that, you have tattoos, whatever. Like all the people who put me down for the way my body looked. Mm-hmm. So I just took nude self portraits of myself. And went, Fuck you! Here they all are on the big screen. Basically, they were <laughs> twenty four by thirty. Like my boob was like you know twelve inches across. <laughs> so. Yeah, big, giant, naked pictures of me. I put it up, and I did not go look at the show for the entire week because I was so scared okay. of, of the way that I look. So. Okay, well, here's the thing. We've talked about this many mm-hmm. times. You can listen to the show. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the show. I can't listen to the show because I can't stand the sound of my own you voice. You know what, Sean, though? That bothers I'm, me the most. I'm my getting... voice? No, you're not listening to the show. I, I. You know what? I'm getting to that point where I... I have started nitpicking every little thing that I say. And there are times when I have to turn off the episode like halfway through because I can't stand I can't stand what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so weird. Really? Like, yeah, like it's it, it, it's it's not you, it's me. Like I nitpick what I say. Like one of the one of the things I've I've become very hypersensitive about is the fact that I say uh oh hell what the what is it? Um, I have this verbal tick, but I can't remember like, what it is. You know, uh-huh. you know, when I say, "Oh, I have to admit," uh-huh. I've uh-huh. realized how much I say. I have to admit, right? And it started to annoy me. <laughs> me saying it, so like, 
when well, I'm I catch sure, like, myself. I say like a lot, so I know you people, do. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I know it's annoying. But, it, but I don't you know. know like, that doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, whatever. My, my, you know, my, my, people make fun of me, and I'm like, yeah. my, my girlfriend's got. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, you know and what? I, and I was just like, I've gotten called out on that too. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, I know what you mean. Right? That's why I'm always kind of like, uh huh, because I'm always going. She's always saying, you know what I mean. Yes, I do. Or not, I, like I you got, do realize, I have some age on you, so yes, I know things. Like, <laughs> I get called that on, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, hey, like, you know. But, but yeah, I got I got called out on that by somebody who was originally from the Bahamas, and I was like, it's a Philly thing. It just it, it yeah. is what it is, you know. Yeah, we're not. I mean, I know our shows worldwide, our podcast. Like we like you say, oh, we're huge in Germany, you know, with France. I'm always like. God, I hope they're not trying to learn English from us. <laughs> yeah, we got, we're starting to get big in Eng- India now. We're getting big in India? Yes. Get out of town. Yes. They, they, I guess we're... I have to admit, I like those geeksters, you know? I can always... Good, then we should be able to get a hotline text port. <laughs> <laughs> right now, our numbers just dropped. <laughs> Racism is funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I would never, I would be nitpicky, like, like she said, if, what, okay, here you, right, like, then, let body. me, let me throw that card out then. What if you could change your body, like, image? No, you know what, I, that to me would be worse, because then if my, if I, let's say, make my body back to where it was, let's say, in high school, mm-hmm. and it sold millions and millions of, let's say, out of, you know, it was a hit. I would be kind of like, fuck. <laughs> like, I would feel worse about myself because I'd be like, holy mackerel, I really let myself go. <laughs> I mean, I look in the mirror and I go, Jesus, I let myself go. Yeah. Now, now, luckily, I have a woman who loves me. She's like, stop being an idiot. I love the way you yeah. look. But it's still like, that's great. But until I, like... Your eye has to match. What, right. And yeah. my eye still sees the younger, thinner version yeah. of me. Now, she has the exact opposite. Because she used to be a bigger girl, and mm-hmm. she's lost weight. So sometimes she gets caught up thinking she's still that bigger girl. You know what? Exact same thing with me. I have the same problem. I've lost 70 pounds. I have, like, another 10 I want to lose. I mean, today. I mean, you guys see I keep pulling at yeah. the fabric on, on my dress on my stomach. It's because I feel fatter. Like, I, I feel very uncomfortable in my body today. And... Now, with with losing all the weight that I've lost, I've gotten to a point where not only do I have a an intense, intense fear of gaining any of that weight back, right. and I'm up like eight pounds right now. So in my mind, eight pounds might as well be eighty, and I'm freaking the hell out. I've been I, I've been almost overworking out, you my, know, because of that. But it's it's that same kind of thing where. I know I look a lot better than I used to. I can see my old pictures and compare them right. with the way I look now. And I'm significantly happier with the way I look now. But it's just every once in a while I look at myself and I'm like, no, like I need to be even it's thinner. So, my girl and I were talking about that today. She actually gained 15 pounds, but she still is losing weight in clothes. What she's getting is definition. Mm. Like she definitely says like, you know, she sees it in her legs more. Mm the definition in her body so it's not really weight she's gaining it's muscle mass she's gaining mm-hmm. yeah, I mean she's not gonna be the you know the we call it what's her face She-Hulk yeah. yeah but she definitely can see her body being more toned yeah. well, if you paint her green <laughs> but I mean so the thought did occur no <laughs> no never occurred no, never he stops occurred. for a second no 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 no, no. 
You know, we only think about it when we were all like apart. Uh, when I talked to her, they're like, baby, baby, would you let me paint you green? <laughs> she was like, um, what were you talking about on the show? That's going to be like, <laughs> that would be her reaction to be like, why? Because we were talking what do about. do I need to know? We were talking about things and stuff and the idea of. Uh, things and stuff and things. Oh, asking you to paint if I could paint you green. Why are you talking about like? I mean, just be like, just go with it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it was good for the show. Oh, in that case, fine. <laughs> that's why I love her. <laughs> so, hey, you want to call it a night, or you got like another quick article? Well, that's uh, I got a bunch of articles, but it's, nothing's gonna be quick. So let's just call it a night. It's getting kind of late for me, and uh, yeah, I know it's late for you. I've been up since four this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a story for another time. I'm also like a late night guy, so. There are moments where I go to sleep like really late. Sometimes I wake up really early. Yeah, yeah but you know, I'm 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 still moving. So, <laughs> huzzah, huzzah! I like pass the fuck out the moment I get like oh pillow. Like as I'm, it'd be like uh, when Bugs Bunny nighty night. <laughs> I'm jumping up in the air and I'm already half asleep <laughs> as I float onto my pillow. <laughs> so we still got another hour of this. Uh, yeah, because yeah. we're not gonna do the wrap ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all right, vote for. Here are us here at Geeksters. If you want to talk to Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at hotbuns.com. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> um, if you want, as always, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Also, go to our wordswithgeeks.com webpage where you can download past, present, and future episodes of what you're hearing now uh, if you want to relive the moments of laughter uh, you can either go to our about us page where to find us where page where to find us yep. where to find us page <laughs> and to find any local listings for your, your podcast you can also check our about us page to find out more about us if you want <laughs> who cares <laughs> everybody cares it's because re- we're awesome like everybody something. we talk about it on the air I like, I think at this point we don't okay well Sean says no for sex bot but he'd use one like <laughs> <laughs> what about himself to become one because he loves his girlfriend but his girlfriend gives him the okay to have one <laughs> uh, alright <laughs> what more do you need <laughs> um, but if you want go to iTunes.com to uh, iTunes for our podcast yeah. uh, AquanetRadio.com of course every Sunday night from 7 to whenever Eastern Standard Time, time. <laughs> Or iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. And is that it? That is it. All right, kids, see you next week. Bye. Why <laughs> this bizarre thought hype folks were back? <laughs> that whole sex style thing, we talked about, like, will we get ourselves a replica? But now, <laughs> like, here's the wacky thing. What if, like, what if... You, I came over here and there was a sex robot of Erica or me. <laughs> or if we go to Erica's place and there are sex robots of us, like I'm just dawned and going, like, what if I bought my own? Like, like at least I know one got sold. Like, <laughs> can you imagine me yeah, coming over and then the, the, there's two of you sitting there? Like, yeah, I actually do the show, <laughs> I'm actually funny in this one. <laughs> Because you guys laugh all the time. <laughs> I tell bad jokes like the yeah. whole <laughs> You're having like, oh, what a lovely tea party. It's like, Eric and our, our sex bots are not even using sex. It's used for your comical diving. I'm trying out jokes. Ha ha ha.
ha. And I would just have my own. Because I'd be like, hey, he's showing you real funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Want to have sex? It's not gay. It's myself, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I touch myself, so if I touch you, it's like touching myself, right? Right. All right, I'm in. <laughs> we might have to revisit that one Sunday next week. <laughs> Make a note. Revisit sex dolls. Sean has a real legitimate question. <laughs> Tune in next week, folks, and we'll find out that you... The, Questions. <laughs> if, answer. If you have sex with your sex toy that looks like you, is it gay? <laughs> is it you know like? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to explore that. God, I wish I was funnier on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> or I could see it now. Like it's I, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> You're having sex. <laughs> I agree with that thing. You're like, I look like I got a program to use different voices. It says, I, Antonio Banderas, I will now make love to you, Sean. Make love to me. Take me, Antonio Banderas, from Puss in Boots. <laughs> I know, Antonio, I know. <laughs> you, Antonio, what are you putting that thing? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Get every impression. God. Holy mackerel! <laughs> then you'd have the tonsils, so you could do the the chewy. Oh uh, yeah, I miss my chewy impersonation. <laughs> Fun fact, folks: Sean doesn't have that little punch bag in the back of his throat. His uvula it got removed in that operation because I'm a snorer. <laughs> You're kidding? <laughs> Big guy like you, not a, a snorer? Who would guess? <sighs> it's true, folks. Oh, God, could you imagine the fun I would have? Yeah, we're definitely we're, we're, we're rehashing the sex doll thing. I now all of a sudden I'm really like fascinated with like all the fun stuff. I mean, not the sex part, but just kind of like you know, like me and my sex bot kind of walking down like Shamil Shamazel Hasenbad Incorporated. <laughs> We could do the who's on first routine all the time. <laughs> I want Sean Elephant in my pajamas. How are you going to do pajamas? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, Sean Bot, you're so funny. <laughs> Sean's going to Sean Bot. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the new line of sex toys based upon your favorite geekster characters. There's Ed, Edbot, Erica Bot, and Sean Bot. Hey, everybody. He Shazbot and Sean Bot. <laughs> he comes with his own voices. Yet this is I, Antonio Mendez. Make love to me. Let me woo you. Woo like I did Shrek and Pussy Boots. <laughs> Shrek wasn't in Pussy Boots. Just go with it. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be nonstop arguing with myself. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I had to punch myself today. Dude, you can't believe it. I punched myself, my, my Sean bot in the face. Why? He, he's been a dick. <laughs> you do know he's got your personality. No, he's a dick. I'm funny. 
<laughs> he's sarcastic. He's rude. He's insensitive to other people's feelings. Yeah, he's pretty much accurate to you. No, I have a heart. He doesn't. He has a battery. Anyway, what else are we doing? <laughs> like, like, so how about that weather? It's like, <laughs> or I would send the sex of the Sean bot out to replace me one day. Like, if I put my clothes on, and, you know, if he's so lifelike. You know what? It'd be like multiplicity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, dude, I, I don't really don't feel like going to work. Go for me. Sure thing, Sean. All right, thanks. I don't feel like doing the show. I don't feel like doing the show. Can you be funny? Yeah, I downloaded the program right now. I do ad lib a lot. I got you down perfect. Okay. <laughs> like, then when we come out of the show, you were the best this week. Yeah. All of a sudden, our popularity skyrockets and we're on TV and, you know, we, you, you and Eric are clueless. You're like, oh my God, Sean was amazing. Oh my God, we got this person. Holy mackerel. They were on for the TV and I come walking out for the first day. I'm it's real mean and you bomb. What happened, dude? You were so funny. Dude, for the last six months, it was a robot. Dude, get him back on. You suck. <laughs> but, but, no, really. His, his, his timing was so good. He never once stuttered. He never once stumbled through. He was at the top of your game. <laughs> You're out. Yeah, there I am panhandling the street. Like, got some bombs for the police. What happened? I got replaced by a robot. <laughs> you look like that guy from Geeksters. He's funny. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> that I'm the robot. I'm me. He's me. I'm him. <laughs> no, he's funny. <laughs> no, you know where people be going like, hey, does he look like that guy from Geek? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that guy let himself go. I don't. The other guy's, you know, he's, you know, kind of cool. This guy's screaming at the lampshade. Lampshade. <laughs> 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 <sighs> well, if you want shenanigans like that, tune in every Sunday night from seven to ten p.m. He's God. That was such a weak segue. I apologize, folks. That was just that was just poor. Or it was it was schlocky and morning radio like honka honka coming at you live showing the sex bots singing it's not easy being green like, uh, but seriously folks waka waka uh, if you want listen to us live on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7 to whatever on aquanetradio.com tune in iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. As always, go to our Geeksters Facebook page and like us. And go to our Words with Geeks or iTunes to download past, present, and future episodes. Or you can go to our Where to Find Us tab on our wordswithgeeks.com website to find all the great places you can find our show. And, but of course, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can contact you can contact them at GoFuckYourself.com. Like, <laughs> if you have any questions, suggestions, I don't know, personal life experiences, contact Ed at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or all those things, you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or if you're fascinated with Erica having a K in her name, you can ask her <laughs> at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, folks, on that note, have a good week. Um, Thanks for listening to us, and tune in for more shenanigans. Bye.
Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. <laughs>